Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Greg Jarrett, uh, he is, of course, the Fox News legal analyst. And Greg also has a new book out. It's called The Trial of the Century. It's awesome. Greg, this is amazing. This documentation coming from the whistleblower. Everybody is talking about this IRS whistleblower who basically had the WhatsApp information. And it came out today that it wasn't just like hearsay, that they actually downloaded it from the cloud, the Apple cloud. This conversation that Hunter Biden says he's sitting next to his father. Uh, what, what is going on here? Yeah, I mean, that email is absolutely stunning. Uh, it directly implicates Joe Biden is involved in his son's overseas, you know, corrupt influence peddling deals. You know, it, it, it sort of reads like, uh, you know, I'm sitting next to my dad, fulfill your commitment or else, translation, pay us the money or my powerful father will go after you with a vengeance. That, you know, it's extortion on top of all the other crimes uh, related to bribery. And it certainly puts a lie to Joe Biden's claim, that, oh, gee, I knew nothing about my son's foreign graft, and I was never involved. The laptop alone is a treasure trove of documents implicating the big guy as not just a beneficiary, but an active participant, the cornerstone of the graft. So where it happens next, though, Greg, because the big question is, is, how do you prove it? Right. No, is there any proof that his father's actually sitting there? Well, and you know what's interesting, John? I mean, I I could say, I, I could say to you, Greg, I'm sitting next to God. Unless you give me uh, everything, uh, God is going to take you to heaven tomorrow morning. <laughs> and, and, John, what Hunter came out with today via his attorney yeah. was, basically, I had a horrible addiction. Leave my family out of it. He didn't deny it. Uh, but to John's point, how did they prove it? The one thing I saw, Greg, this to me, uh, I, I was stunned. According to Gary Shapley, this is this IRS whistleblower. He basically says that they had asked for a <laughs> GPS that some of the agents said, listen, we're looking at this message. Here's a GPS that can exactly say, is the father sitting in the room at the time to confirm that? And the superiors turned it down. Greg. Even if he's not sitting literally next to his son, it is certainly pretty strong circumstantial evidence that dad uh, was involved in all of this. And, you know, is it a coincidence that, the tens of millions of dollars that flowed into the Biden family bank accounts came from the very countries, uh, America's adversaries, where Joe Biden as vice president was put in charge of dictating foreign policy, policy decisions uh, that arguably were in exchange for money, which is why that 1023 form is so important, because it evidences allegedly a direct bribery scheme in which Joe Biden gets five million and 
and the son gets uh, another $5 million in exchange for a specific policy decision related to Burisma, which is firing the prosecutor who is investigating Hunter's company. So my understanding is, it's David Patterson, that uh, for the email that Hunter Biden was in the president's house at the time that he sent the email, it's not clear whether or not uh, his father was really sitting next to him. I know my son had never said anything about me. I'd have hit him. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. If the FBI knew about this in real time, it should have gone to the president, and the president should have said something to his son about it that would have ended it. Yeah, uh, and, that's and, what certainly would have happened uh, when we were living in the White so yeah, House. You're so much more reasonable than me. That's exactly how it should have been handled. If it did <laughs> and happen. also, it could have put a, a, a button on it, too, to even exonerate the president, too. Why would you not want to, like, figure it out one way or the other? You bet. And he would have known. The FBI would not have been able to hold that back from him. And Greg, it's Richard Weinberg. I want to ask you this. You had the Attorney General of the United States, the former Chief Judge of the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, saying before the Senate, Senator Grassley, that there was absolute cooperation between the Justice Department and the local U.S. attorney in Delaware, and anything he needed to chase up investigative help and authorization for crimes that took place outside of Delaware would be granted. There was no problem. Nobody was standing in the way. And Weiss is now saying that he never got the authorization from the Southern uh, District of California, U.S. attorney, or the District of Columbia. What do you say about that? Well, it, it seems to me that Merrick Garland lied in front of Congress. Last time I checked, uh, that's perjury. He was under oath, and it's also false statements. Um, you know, look, the, Merrick Garland wasn't there during these discussions. The IRS supervisory agents were, uh, and, you know, they were, you know, first-person witnesses to a variety of things. Uh, including that there was an effort uh, to charge in California and Washington, D.C. And, of course, U.S. attorney in Delaware, his jurisdiction, his jurisdiction doesn't extend across the United States. Uh, and, you know, Garland should know that. He was a federal judge. And, you know, for him to issue these blanket denials, as he did in a news conference today, you know, it just doesn't pass the smell test, does it? Well, it raises the question, does that mean that somebody below him denied this access and he didn't know about it? How, when he made the representation, everything was going to be fine? Isn't it his obligation to know? possible, but he, you are absolutely right, Judge. He has, as the head of the Department of Justice, as Attorney General, it's his job to know. And it is no excuse to appear before Congress and guess. That's not good enough. That's lying to Congress. And, you know, I think he has a lot of answering to do. But before he would ever testify, I'd like to hear from David Weiss. If I were a a member of uh, the Judiciary Committee or Oversight uh, or the Ways and Means, I want to hear what he has to say about it. But I also want to hear from these whistleblowers. They've already given depositions, but let's hear it so that the American public can judge for themselves. Yeah, and you know what also? Um, I was watching uh, the attorney for the whistleblower earlier, Greg Jarrett, um, that um, basically they said there were other people in the room 
that it was like the supervisory agent of the FBI and all these others. Let's put them all before Congress. Uh, put them under oath and, and see yeah. what they say. Let's clear it up because somebody's lying. And another interesting tidbit on this is that Weiss is saying he wasn't really the control person. And the reporting seems to be that one of his assistants, a woman named Wolf, was actually making these decisions about not not cooperating. So that means that Weiss was just a front person. He didn't even control his own office. What do you say about that? Well, I, I say it's disgraceful. He's the U.S. attorney in Delaware. He's supposed to be in charge. You don't relinquish authority to an assistant uh, U.S. attorney. And look, these agents were were present during these uh, pivotal discussions, particularly, and you know, the specificity of this lends credibility that they're, they made requests for warrant-based raids on Hunter's home, which was his father's mansion in Delaware, and his own individual storage unit. Those requests were denied, and they were there when the assistant U.S. attorney to whom you refer says, well, yes, we do have more than enough probable cause to do it, but we're not going to do it because the optics would be bad. You and, know, and you know the, the other DOJ thing too, Greg didn't care about the optics when they raided Mar-a-Lago. No, great point. And and to your point, uh, Greg Jarrett, also uh, the agent was basically saying, and he went on camera. He's been on CBS Evening News. This guy, and he's a supervisory IRS agent. It's not like some just Joe Blow. I mean, he's a credible guy, and he said he has never seen these hurdles and these roadblocks and these denials. This is not standard course, right, Greg Jarrett? I mean, this is un- well, unusual so, is his point. So, Greg, Ed Cox I here. Mean, so, so the way you are thinking is the way Comer and his people are thinking. They're going to work through this, work through the whole tangle of the of the dummy companies at the cash, follow the money. By the way, right we, have Comer, went. we have Comer joining us in studio uh, next week. Exactly. Can't wait for that. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. But where do you think this it takes time to get the, de- uh, t- uh, the testimony of Weiss and others? But where do you think this ends up as it follows through? It seems pretty obvious where the end is, isn't it? Well, the, in my judgment, I've said this for a very long time, the DOJ and the FBI are corrupt. The fix was in. And, uh, and you know, the plea deal to a couple of misdemeanors, a slap on the wrist, proves it. So that means, Ed, that the House Oversight Committee is now the last refuge for uncovering the truth, unraveling the lies. Yes, they cannot prosecute, but they can expose, and that is very important. Uh, even though the mainstream media is covering it up to protect Biden, the American public sees what's going on. A Harvard-Harris poll found that 63% of voters do believe Hunter Biden's a crook, committed crimes, and a majority of those believe Joe Biden was involved. And as the committee continues to unravel uh, you know, the corruption, I think those numbers will only grow. Well, thank you, Greg, uh, J- Greg Jarrett, and uh, thank you for staying on top of this. And this is so important to the credibility of our nation. And we'll catch up with you again real soon.